Welcome to Data Science at Home, the podcast about data science for small companies and large enterprises. Data Science at Home is the show where we tell you the skills you need and the tools you can build at home. We are supported by World of Piggy, thinking human world in mathematical terms. Visit worldofpiggy.com or Twitter at World of Piggy. Hey everybody, welcome back to Data Science at Home. The topic of the day is how to be a data scientist. As you all know, Data Science at Home is a podcast about data science and uh, also today we are going to speak about data science and data scientists and who are these people, what do they do, what type of skills they need, what tools they use and, and especially what type of questions they try to answer. For large enterprises or for small companies or for your uh, private problems, if you want to run predictions about the, the, your financial situation or when to buy what, etc, etc. So let's get into the show and um, let me set the voice a bit warmer because today I'm going to introduce myself. Why do I want to do that? Because, well, I am a data scientist and uh, I would like to give you a very brief uh, explanation of uh, uh, what do I do and uh, how did I get where I am, basically. So, an introduction to my career, um, just as a as an example of, uh, of uh, well, there are millions of other people like me out there, I'm, I'm, I'm no exception here. I just want to talk about what I know and uh, personal experiences, which I hope uh, will be useful for, uh, for others. So, I studied computer engineering uh, a long, long time ago now. I have a bachelor and master in uh, artificial intelligence and robotics. At the time, I was uh, also following some courses related to data mining and, of course, uh, a lot of statistics. And also a lot of uh, applied mathematics in the form of, uh, it was so called um, dynamical system or something like that. So before getting into the details of the, of the conversation today, let's, let me define what is data science and who are data scientists. <laughs> So, data science is basically the science behind data that allows you to find non-trivial information about data. Whatever the data is or are, should I say are? Well, if you have a data set at hand, whatever it is, you would like to find non-trivial information. What do I mean by non-trivial information? It's information that is not obvious. For instance, let's assume, I, I do this example, let's assume that you are in a country and you don't know which country is that? I don't know how is that even possible, but let, let's assume by absurd that you land to no man's land. The only thing that you can do, well, you, you cannot even hear people speaking, so you cannot guess which language they are, <laughs> they are speaking, so you cannot guess which country you are. The only thing you can do is measuring how tall people are. So you look around your, uh, your, your, yourself and there are people and you start measuring them. How, how crazy is that? Now, you keep collecting observations, th- th- there is numbers in, in centimeters, here in Europe we use centimeters, and you measure people, f- for instance, 175 centimeters, 172, 173, then there is a, a very tall guy, 185, then there are other people a bit smaller and so on. 
At the end of the day, you go home with your data set of measures and you start analyzing this data. Now, the very first thing you would do is compute the mean. So the average person is, I don't know, 165, 170, 170 centimeters tall. And by doing that, what, what can you deduce? Well, basically nothing. But, but let's assume that you know that there are countries in Europe where the people on average are 170 in Italy for instance. And therefore you have a good degree of belief that you landed in Italy. Now, this is quite trivial, you know, it's, it's quite obvious. But let's assume that you would like to go a bit farther and you use the variance of your observations. That is, how far you go from the mean. And if you observe that there is a large variance in your data, so that means that you have a guy 180 and then another guy is 160 and then another guy is 180 again and, and another guy is 152 so you have you have this large variation in your data well maybe you can deduce another thing by your observations that for instance you are in a place where people mixed quite a lot you can also think that you landed to a touristic place where there are germans there are Dutch people, there are Italians, there are Chinese, uh, Japanese, actually, in, in, if you land to Milano, there are a lot of Japanese making pictures, and, and those, you know, those are small. So, as you can understand, by just one observation, you can deduce and infer very complex, well, it's, again, again, it's speculation here, because we have no elements to think about, uh, to make this conclusion, but we are dealing with just one number, the average, well, actually the mean and the variance. Who does all of this? The scientists. Now, okay, the, now smart scientists do, do not just do means and variances, they do much more complicated things, but the scientist is the curious mind behind these kind of things. And that's basically the first characteristic of a data scientist is a curious mind, he or she, of course. They usually uh, define the data scientist as a, as a hacker. A hacker is not just a term that is used, it was initially used in uh, software security, you know, these, these guys who attacked systems and uh, compromised uh, passwords and credit cards. And, and that's not just that, it's actually, it was never that. Uh, but data hacker are basically people who are extremely curious and they want to know how things work and how data are connected. So, of course, the data scientist assumes that data are connected and, and indeed in real life data are always connected in, in some way. Many times we do not know which ways, that, that, that's the stuff that we have to find. That's what data scientists are for. And the assumption of data are always connected in, in real life scenarios is quite consistent because otherwise we would just live in a, in a random world or in a world dominated by randomness, which is not really the case. Even a correlation between two observations, between two events, is already a form of connection. So the job of the data scientist, whoever he or she is, is to discover these connections. Now, what are the skills required by the data scientists today? There is a lot of uh, discussion about this because it's very difficult to define the, uh, 
figure of the data scientist because there is a lot of confusion and and a lot of, of misunderstanding of what these people are required to do and also because the phenomenon is exploding very very quickly for which there is not a very clear idea of what should be done by who it's not like in the past you know you were a, a english teacher and you have your program defined by someone else by by a board of of other teachers and you have to teach shakespeare for your the next 30 years of of your career so what is required by a data scientist well technically a data scientist should know statistics of course <coughs> mathematics <coughs> he or she must have modeling skills these are skills that are usually taught at school in academia for instance I, I, I learned this stuff when I was a, when I was a student uh, of engineering there were some courses related to operations research where I learned how to model a, a problem that was defined in, uh, in plain English well, at the time it was plain Italian and the idea of these courses were, was to translate the problem from uh, Italian or English into a mathematical problem uh, not formula but a mathematical model so to speak so uh, that was for instance a set of differential equations or an operational research plan or dynamic programming etc etc another subject that the data scientist has to master is computer science of course now computer science is the tool that is used by a data scientist to implement things to make things happen that's extremely important because in computer science courses they usually teach you how to not only to program but to think as a, as a machine you know to translate whatever you are going to solve in the real world as to be translated for a computer that has to calculate things numbers matrices and stuff so you need to translate your problem from the model that has been defined before into a program first an algorithm on paper usually and then a program in machine language and here you have programming languages that allow you to do that we will talk about programming languages in in a minute the fourth skill is of course domain knowledge now this really depends on where the data scientist is employed in which application domain is uh, is operating i personally was operating in genetics for a while I was required to know a bit of genetics at least the language that the terms the terminology that these people use in order to for me to communicate to geneticists medical doctors bioinformaticians and other uh, software engineers like me who were dealing and trying to solve the same problem but of course this could be economy business marketing uh, chemistry it really depends on the on the domain let's talk about programming languages what are the programming languages that a data scientist need to know Learning a new programming language is a very critical task, not by the language itself, but the fact that you have to detect trends in the community because you would like to develop in a language that has been used by the community of data scientists. And at the moment, everybody knows that uh, uh, there are two major languages used in the data science community. One is R for statistical computing, and the other is, well, this is kind of a language that I love, is Python. The question is, should data scientists be great programmers? Well, not really. The community of data scientists has developed a lot of tools and a lot of software and written a lot of literature about algorithms that have been implemented in very efficient ways in R or Python. The key to solve complex problems at the moment is not just being able to write code, but 
to choose the right things and put them together. It's like making a puzzle and being aware of which pieces go where. However, a data scientist should be capable of programming in languages like R and Python, and this is the minimum required by a data scientist to know. R and Python are the most common languages at the moment, with a number of scientific libraries for crunching data and off-the-shelf machine learning algorithms. If you are more into statistical computing, of course, you better go for R. If you are planning to go to production, you better go Python, because there are a lot of better features from Python, for instance, handling very large data sets and uh, managing memory that R is not really capable of. Last but not least, data scientists and computing infrastructure. Should data scientists know everything about infrastructure? Not really. Those people are usually data engineers who, by the way, are a critical asset in a company, especially in large organizations, and they are very hard to find, at least the good ones. However, data scientists should know how, for instance, to allocate computing resources for a specific task. They should understand the difference between big data and traditional data, because the dimension of the data determines the type of um, infrastructure that is going to be allocated and used. Being familiar with frameworks like AWS, that is Amazon Web Service, or Microsoft Azure, and cloud computing in general, is another essential asset of the data scientist. Of course, Data scientists shouldn't be data engineers, but they should know how generally these systems work. It's a bit like a car driver who's not required to know the internals of how an engine works, but he or she should know where to add water or when to change oil and getting to know the limitations of the engine he or she is driving. And finally, experience. Now, there are a lot of uh, platforms that allow you to gain some experience in the field. Kaggle is one of them. But of course, the best approach is to solve problems. This is something that is not written in books, is not written in source code. It's just something that people get by trying and by making mistakes and by solving real things. Data Science at Home is the show where we tell you the skills you need and the tools you can build at home. We are supported by World of Piggy, thinking new more worlds in mathematical terms. Visit worldofpiggy.com or Twitter at worldofpiggy. Hey, if you like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes and help this podcast reach more ears. So tell your friends and colleagues that we exist. We will really appreciate it.